Hello everyone, my name is Rated Parr, aka Kevin Parr, and this is my quick review of Solo, A Star Wars Story. Solo, A Star Wars Story is the second spin-off from the Star Wars franchise, stars Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo, Donald Glover as Lano Calrissian, and this film, guys, follows a young Han Solo who's trying to find adventure when he joins a gang of galactic smugglers, including a 196-year-old Wookiee named Chewbacca. Indebted to the gangster Dryden Voss, the crew devises a daring plan to travel to the mining planet Kessel to steal a batch of valuable coaxium. In need of a fast ship, Solo meets Lando Calrissian, the suave owner of the perfect vessel for the dangerous mission, the Millennium Falcon. Now, this is how it's going to go, guys. I'm going to tell you what I liked about the movie, going to tell you what I did not like about the movie, then we're going to wrap it all up in a nice bow and give you a rating on said film. So, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Now, this film has pretty much been drowned in controversy since... Uh, the news got out that its original directors, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, were fired from set with just weeks to go from completing the entire film. And as the story goes, apparently that, you know, their improvisational comedic style that they're known for, having directed films like 21 Jump Street and the Lego movie, that the big wigs came to set one day, saw what they were doing. They were going off book, off script going in a direction that Lucasfilm and Disney did not like. So they then replaced them with Academy Award-nominated director Ron Howard. Lots of reshoots ensued. The entire direction of the movie was kind of put back in its place. And now this is the movie that we are getting. There is a lot of good out of Solo. There's a great color palette and a great cinematography in this film. It's one of the best looking Star Wars films um, out there. You get a lot of good characterization from Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. You're introduced to a lot of really compelling action scenes. Um, there are some new lore introduced into this film that has not officially ever been made canon, which gives us Star Wars fans a lot to go on. Tons of Easter eggs and little quips and little inside baseball moments that, again, hardcore Star Wars fans are going to love. But with that being said, the this film has a problem of being stale and playing it safe. I feel that this, when you watch this film, it's not a bad movie, and I want to get that right out of the, out of the gate. A lot of people are going 50-50 on Solo, a Star Wars story, saying it's the worst Star Wars film they've ever seen, predictable, boring. The other side saying they loved it, that that was fun, swashbuckling adventure that kept them intrigued the whole way through, that the new elements that they saw in the film were things they hadn't seen before, and really satisfied their lust for Star Wars films. Now, the problem I had with this film was exactly that that it kept it playing super, super safe. I felt that when, you, when you're watching the film, you're, you're watching the motions go and you can see the, you know, the plot going from A to B to C, 
and they are staying very much inside the lines here and there's no wiggle room for anything unique or unexpected or crazy to happen because of this change in directors and the worry that, you know, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were going so off in one direction that they needed to keep it on track and Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Empire Strikes Back, wrote the script for Solo, a Star Wars story, and he was very adamant that the film keep on script and not deviate from the story he had told. So when you have that kind of vice script on a film set like this, it doesn't really yield much for collaboration, and that's what a film needs to be ultimately, is a collaboration. You could have a blueprint and a structure of where you're going, but things need to change and evolve on set. And this film, when you're watching it, felt like they kept it so very on point as far as the script and story goes that there was no wiggle room to go in any direction or to give us any kind of nuance in the film that we were watching. When you think of swashbuckling adventure films, like Pirates of the Caribbean, Titan AE, Firefly, even though it's a TV show, not a movie, I know. But still, these films have stories and characters that are charismatic, enigmatic. They get into situations and get out of situations in very compelling ways and has lot, and the film has lots of twists and turns. You're stuck with a group of characters that you care about and you want to know where everyone goes. And in this film, it has hit and misses in that respect. Alden Ehrenreich does a pretty good job as Han Solo. Is he as great as Harrison Ford? No, and I don't think he was ever going to be. But there's many moments throughout the film where you can just see him tapping into that character and you're going, okay, there's Han Solo, that's awesome. Lando Calrissian, played by Donald Glover, one of the best parts of the film. His voice and body language was so on point for Lando that it was almost like a pitch-perfect impression at times, almost going too far into getting that exact voice down. But man, you got to just praise the dedication that Donald Glover had to the Lando role. And apart from that, all the other characters were fine. They played their roles. They did their, they gave their contributions to the story. But you never were really attached to anybody else. And the film never really got into any other characters besides, you know, Lando, Han, and Chewie. And in that aspect, it didn't feel like a gang of misfits trying to, you know, swindle the galaxy and go on heists. What you had was, Lan was Han being the lead and just leading through this very predictable adventure story that you could tell that they were going, okay, now we got to get here. Okay, now he's got to meet Lando. Okay, now he's got to get on the Kessel Run. Okay, and it just felt... Like the footprint, the footprints were laid before you, and you'd all you had to do was just walk precisely in single file, and you got to the end of the movie. That being said, it's not terrible. There's a lot to enjoy. The action scenes in this film were super, super fun. I felt that, you know, with Han Solo, it needs to be a charismatic movie, and it does get there at times, but with the story and the overall production being so predictable and very stale you leave the film not saying oh that was too bad you leave the film saying that was pretty good but you wanted more and there is a scene guys near the end just like in Rogue One with that Darth Vader scene that is going to blow your mind whether you understand it or whether you saw it coming 
Either way, this scene near the end of Solo is a game changer. It's going to raise a lot of eyebrows, have a lot of people talking for the future of Star Wars and for the added lore of Star Wars films. And that one moment really has nothing to do with the Han Solo movie in any way. And this moment was better than the entire film. And I'm not the only one who kind of thinks that way. And when that is the first sort of reaction you have coming out of a Han or Solo, a Star Wars story, you know, it leaves you wishing you had more. It's a fun movie. It's definitely a movie that you would take the family to, take your kids to. You know, it doesn't do anything that will offend anybody. It doesn't It's not like Rogue One with a lot of, like, well, there's violence, of course, but Rogue One being that sort of dark war movie, this definitely goes more on the lighter side. It has a lot of fun. But, yeah, Solo, A Star Wars Story did a pretty good job. It was an entertaining film, not a failure in any stretch of the imagination, but it just felt watered down and you were just left wanting more. I'm going to give this rate a rating of 6.5 out of 10. Thank you so much for listening, guys. That is my first reactions to Solo, A Star Wars Story. As always, put down the remote, go watch a motherfucking movie.